Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. I'm not able to recall like I would normally do. I have quite a number of challenges this weekend. Rather than cancel the broadcast, I thought I will do one out as I'm out and about. So this is the shot that we have been looking at. As you will remember, we are looking at this story of the whole Bible. Okay, And this is our story, the story of the whole Bible. Chapter one of our story is about creation. And chapter two of our story is about the fall, the fall and the fallout. Amen. The fall and the fallout. And we've been camping, as it were, in chapter three of the book of Genesis, where the story of the fall is. Previously, we were in Genesis chapter three, and we are still in Genesis chapter three, verses 14 and 15. So what we saw is God, the righteous judge, what was he doing? He was meeting out sentences. God was picking out his judgment upon these offenders that were standing before him. So I'm going to read Genesis chapter 3. We read verses 14 and 15. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art caused above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and thy seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, the last time we were looking at the first half of this judicial judgment of God upon the serpent. So we're looking at the first half, that is Genesis chapter 3, verse 14. And today we are going to look at some issue that is arising from that Genesis verse 14 as we prepare to go to the second half, the second verse of this judicial sentence upon the serpent, which will be verse 15. But today we want to look at some matter arising from verse 14. But let us remind remind ourselves that at the heart of God's judgment against the serpent is really God's judgment upon Satan. And this is very, very important. Yes, the serpent was there physically, but we know that the dispudent, the force, the evil behind what the serpent did was Satan. So as God was pronouncing judgment upon the serpent, we need to understand that this was de facto God's judgment upon Satan. We may say that the judgment was actually primarily upon Satan and then secondarily upon the serpent. For example, as we said, the snake crawling upon his belly and eating the dust is actually a picture of the fall and the defeat and the humiliation of Satan. Okay, and it is very, very important for us to understand that. So when the the Lord told, was judging the serpent and say, and by the way, sorry about the wind. Again, like I said, we are up and about. So when God was judging the serpent, and God said, listen, you are going to crawl upon your belly. You are going to eat the dust. <laughs> it's a lot windy here. And God said, you are going to eat the dust of the ground. Actually, that was a judgment upon, the, upon Satan. And God was exposing and judging Satan. He 
It's a picture of his fall. It's a picture of his humiliation. And it's a picture of his defeat. Okay. So what I want us to understand is that Satan has been judged in the past. You know, we said that. Okay, in the past, when we read in Ezekiel chapter 28 and we read in Isaiah chapter 14, Satan has been judged in the past when he sinned, when sin was found in him, when he rebelled against the Almighty God. Remember that Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28. In the past, God judged Satan. He lost his position, he lost his place in the heavenly kingdom of God. Isaiah 14 verse 12 tells us something. It tells us that part of those judgments was that he was falling from heaven, number one. It also tells us that he was cut down to the ground. I want you to notice how that judgment that God passed upon the serpent in an undetermined past. We don't know when this happened. Falling from heaven. That was the first judgment God pronounced upon Satan. Falling from heaven, cut down to the ground. Do you notice how that judgment mirrors the judgment that is now being passed upon serpent? So what I'm saying here is, I'm putting it simply, Satan keeps on falling. Satan keeps on falling. Back in those days, in, a time, in time past, when the devil was judged, we saw that the Bible says he fell from heaven. He will fall from heaven. He will cut down to the ground. And in, in the serpent, we saw exactly what was happening. The Bible says that he was crawling upon his belly and he is to eat the dust of the ground. So simply put, Satan keeps falling. What I'm saying is this, Satan is a loser. He was a loser from the beginning. He was a loser from the beginning. Yes, no doubt he's dangerous. We are not we are not ignoring that he is dangerous. He can, and he does cause a lot of pain. He can cause a lot of chaos. He can cause a lot of confusion. There's no doubt about that. Nevertheless, he was a loser from the beginning. He is a loser now, and he will be a loser in eternity to come. And I want, that's what I want you to see. God judged him, cast him down. In the garden that was in heaven, in the garden, the same thing. God judged him in the serpent. Upon your belly, a cast down. Thus shall you eat and humiliation, a defeat, as it were. Remember, we are not ignoring the danger. I want to repeat that. Satan is, is a loser, but he's a dangerous loser. He causes a lot of pain. He causes a lot of confusion. He causes a lot of chaos, but he is a loser. He was a loser from the beginning. He's a loser now, and he will be a loser for eternity. I mean, one thing is clear that Satan's rebellion, like a destructive cancer, will keep reoccurring and breaking out throughout this story that we are beginning, that we are telling. That is very, very clear now. We saw him rebelling in heaven. We saw him causing man and human to rebel against God. So it, it is clear that through this story that we are going, that we are, this is going to be a reoccurring issue. But the question we're asking ourselves is, but will this go on forever? For how long will this go on? Now, when you read the scripture, it is clear from the Bible. The revelation of the Bible is that Satan will face God's final judgment eventually. This is not going to go on forever. Eventually, God will finally end Satan's shenanigan. 
the, eterni the eternity in the future, the future eternity will be free of Satan, will be free of sin, will be free of rebellion. None of this Satan's rebellion and interruption takes God by surprise. All these things that we are beginning to see, this did not take God by surprise. God is in absolute control. He is Alpha and Omega. God knows the end from the beginning. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 tells us that God works out everything in agreement with the counsel and design of his own will. So God will accomplish all this in his own time. I'm going to read Revelation chapter 20 verse 10. Because the question we are asking ourselves is that will this go on forever? And the answer to that is no, it will not go on forever. Satan will face God's final judgment. Revelation 20.10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. What I want you to see there is that first part, where it says the devil, who is the deceiver, the Bible says he was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. One of the things we know from Revelation is that there is no salvation for Satan. In God's sovereignty, it has been determined that there is no salvation for Satan. There is no salvation for the fallen angel. Their fate is sealed. And we are reading here where we read in this Revelation chapter 20 verse 10 that the lake of fire and brimstone, that will be the ultimate destiny of Satan and the fallen angel. The lake of fire was prepared for Satan and his fallen angel. We need to understand that. We read that in Matthew chapter 25, verse 41. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cause, into everlasting fire, prepare for the devil and his angel. That second part, everlasting fire, that is going to be the final destiny of Satan and the fallen angel. And the Bible says that it was prepared for the devil and his angel. The lake of fire was not primarily prepared for humans. And that is important for us to understand. God prepared it for Satan and the fallen angel. However, humans who join force with the evil one to rebel against God, like the serpent, they will also experience God's final judgment that he passed upon the devil. And it is important for us to know that so the burning, burning question is, so what now? Is that it for human? We know that the fate of Satan is sealed. We know that there is no salvation for the devil. We know now that, that humans have rebelled and throwing their love with the devil, they have become partakers of the judgment of Satan. So, so what? What now? Is that it? We need to understand that God gave human choice. God gave Adam and Eve a choice. There were two trees in that garden. They could have eaten the tree of life, but they chose to eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that God told them not to. They had a choice. We always have a choice. We have a choice between good and evil. We have a choice between righteousness and unrighteousness. We have a choice either to serve God or to serve Satan. The choice is ours. You know, in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, 
whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but as for me and my house, we, we serve the Lord. Joshua was making his choice. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve made a wrong choice. They rebelled against God. And the question is, is their fate just like Satan's fate and the fallen angel? Is their fate still forever? What and where will be the final destiny of human? Is human eternally lost? Adam and Eve, they had it all. But unfortunately, they lost it all. They seem destined to a life of eternal pain and regret after they have taken the side of Satan. This is the story. This is the heart-wrenching story. We are at a cliff edge in our story. There is a suspense in the air. The courtroom is deadly quiet. Will there be another twist in this riveting story? Will there be a twist? Or is it the final fate of human? In, this, in the second half of God's judgment on Satan and the serpent, we will begin to get some answer to a quite number of these questions that we have asked ourselves. What next for Adam? What next for Eve? What next for human? We know with respect to Satan, we know with respect to the fallen angels, their fate are sealed. We know that there is no salvation for Satan and the fallen angel. Now that human has thrown in their lot with Satan, what is the fate of human? We know the final destination of the devil. It will be the lake of fire. Now we know that the devil was judged in heaven, was judged in the Garden of Eden, but there is going to be a final destination. There is going to be a final judgment upon the Satan when it will be excluded from the eternity future. That is the destination of Satan. And that is the destination of the fallen angel. And that will be the destination of human since they have thrown in their lot with him. But will there be another twist? Will there be another turn in the story? And that is what the second half of the judgment that God passed upon Satan and the serpent will begin to provide some answer for all. Now, this will be the focus by the grace of God of our next story. Sorry, this is going to be short today. I know it's been a bit <laughs> not smooth. There's a lot of air, but I decided I would do. I would rather do something. So I hope this has been a blessing to you. And if you are listening to me, hell is, was not created for you. Hell was created for the devil. You don't have to. There's a way out that God has provided. It's the only way out. And if you don't take that way, then you will end up in hell. But God don't want you to end up in hell. I don't want you to end up in hell. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and He will be your Lord. You will be his daughter, his son. You will spend eternity with him in the new heaven and the new earth. Do it today. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.